Welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing where we discuss how to show up well for the opportunities and responsibilities that life sends our way. Today, we're going to tackle the topic of the cost that we have to pay to engage in health. Thanks so much for tuning in. One place to start with this conversation is, in general, living a more intentionally healthy lifestyle is going to have organic costs. That's just the nature of opportunity cost. If I'm going to prioritize disciplined eating, it means I'm not going to be go out and have lavish, opulent, indulgent meals on the regular. I'm going to have to kind of relegate that to a on occasion, once in a while type of lifestyle. If I'm being financially responsible, I'm going to have to forego more indulgent or more reactionary expenses and and be a little bit more disciplined and intentional with where I put my money. If I'm choosing to prioritize sleep, I'm going to give up certain experiences very possibly. If I'm going to intentionally put movement into each of my um, weekdays, I'm going to have to Uh, forego doing other things with that same amount of time. So disciplined, intentional, healthy living has a cost on the regular. I personally feel that it's a, I mean, it's a worthy cost. I, I feel that there are just copious benefits to living intentionally, but that's not really the the trajectory of today's show. Today's show is more going to talk about what does it cost us possibly personally and relationally to prioritize health. And where we start with that conversation is we each grow up in a context where things are going to be normalized for us. In some um, households, perhaps indulgent living has been normalized. And so if you do choose as an adult to be more disciplined, there's possibly going to put, there's going to be a a chasm growing between you and those who continue to engage in more indulgent lifestyle patterns. If you grew up in a household where addiction has been normalized and you live a life that really pushes back against addiction, you're possibly going to create a chasm between yourself and those who have decided to continue to normalize addiction in their life. If you grew up in a household where anxiety Anxiety was normal and you're going to therapy and you are learning new strategies and you are drawing boundaries and you are shifting how you interact with people, perhaps that's going to be frustrating to those who still want to use anxiety as one of their um, postures. They, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to sort through it. And so perhaps there's a frustration that you are going out and being actively healthy. We see this often with clients where clients will come to us And we will work on things like skill building. We will work on things like anxiety management. And we see a specific tension point coming when we work on things like boundaries. Because boundaries are going to be so helpful for a client. Boundaries in my own personal life have been so helpful for me. But there's going to be people who bulk at the boundaries that we start to put in place. And it's it's kind of a painful process potentially to want to work towards bettering yourself and, and growing more healthy and seeing that there are going to be people in our lives who would desire us to stay unwell or unhealthy because it's more convenient for them. So perhaps in my people-pleasing days, I would say yes very rapidly to someone's request. And now as I've worked on boundaries, I'm going to, if I do say yes, it's going to have some brackets or some parameters put around it, or I might give someone an outright no. And now me getting healthy is a tension point for 
them because they used to get their needs met through my people pleasing. And now I'm deciding to work on not being a people pleaser. So that might push up against what what they liked about our relationship. And there is an actual cost that we might have to pay for getting healthy. And one of the costs we might have to pay is people stop engaging with us or even in in some people's stories, maybe more nefarious, some people outright punish us for putting boundaries and putting um, limits in place that are going to be healthy. And so I, I don't ever walk with a client with this, you know, silver lining, total optimism, everyone's going to be so excited that you're here getting healthy. Because the reality is some clients will pay a high price to walk towards health. I, in my own story, feel like there have been some price tags that I've had to pay that I wouldn't have anticipated and that have been incredibly painful, just excruciating at times. But that is the price for some of us of health because what was once normal, we can now see it through the lens of not only should that not have been my normal, but it's actually unhealthy. And when we start to push back against unhealth, there are going to be people still committed to staying in that old or that former or that unhealthy lifestyle. And we're not going to be able to rescue them into our new understanding because we don't get to rescue people. But what, what becomes really painful is there, there might be people that outright punish us for getting healthy. And that's the reality that I have to walk with many clients through. And unfortunately, that is not necessarily going to be a price that some are willing to pay. So as they start to walk towards health and they realize the cost, that it might cost them a relationship or a friendship or or a certain dynamic that they're used to, some people actually back right up and go to their former lifestyle because the price is too steep for them. And I can understand that and I can actually grieve with them and for them that there are people in their lives that would much rather a person stays in unhealth because it's more comfortable for them than they would want their own loved one to go and get help and, and seek health. That's the reality of walking towards health. There's going to be a cost. And the unfortunate thing is not a lot of my clients that sit with me are actually posturing it in an either or scenario. They're not saying either I stay in sickness or I get to be healthy. A lot of times it's such a slow and intentional process that that we really create space for dismantling some of the old patterns while we're replacing them. And it's a gradual overtime situation. However, even if my client or, or, or I personally am able to, able to say it's not either or, it can be both and, we do have clients whose families and whose support system see their healing as an either or situation. Either you blindly accept what we do here or you decide you're better than us and you're no longer going to be one of us. That is incredibly painful. I have walked with many people who have had that choice made for them because they've chosen health. Someone is going to, in their life, put up a a boundary or barrier and say, okay, well, now you're better than us. You're not invited to be one of us anymore. And that's not going to be necessarily 100% a negative thing, but let's go back to a conversation we've had kind of intermittently here. Um, Through the lens of appraisal theory, our resources, the more intact they are, the lower our sense of risk. Once our resources start to be depleted, our sense of risk goes up. If your family has been part of your resources or you've 
you've assumed they've been a good resource and now they're subtracting themselves from your life or you're having to draw boundaries and you're the one kind of pushing um, pushing their influence and their presence in your life, uh, pushing back against that a little bit. They're, they're going to come out of our resources category, which often will lead to an uptick in our perception of risk. When our perception of risk goes up, we see um, changes to our levels of anxiety, intensity, kind of our vulnerability. And for, for many clients, there's also this feeling of being rejected. So because I've gone out and sought health, because I've gone out and sought self-improvement, now I'm being rejected by the very people who, from our you know most basic desires, the very people who are supposed to love me unconditionally. And unfortunately, that's not how it plays out in many family stories. But we assume that if our closest, nearest, and dearest can't even love us, there's a good chance that other people won't be able to love us either. And so if we're having to draw boundaries within our home of origin or within our kind of most familiar circles, stepping outside of that can be absolutely terrifying. And walking with clients through that can be absolutely terrifying. And so one of the the points of this particular episode The reason this podcast is called Healing Through Pain is because there are many pieces of healing that can be excruciatingly painful. And while it's good to heal, there's also a cost. And sometimes that cost can be so overwhelming. And sometimes that cost can be such a high price tag, one that we hadn't anticipated. And I've walked with many clients who are just really kind of disoriented by the understanding that I want to do this, I want to get well, and the very people I thought would be my cheerleaders are the ones who are most upset with me, or the ones who are haranguing me, or the ones who are mocking me, or scorning me, or the ones who are sitting there challenging me, or whatever it is. It can be absolutely just stunning that other people who you assume love you don't want you to get well. That's that's a pretty painful realization. And the, the reason we bring that up, and by we, I mean I, this is a singular show after all. The reason I bring that up is because just because it's painful does not mean you're on the wrong track. And that's that's something to consider. If the very people who should be supporting you towards health are the very ones who are trying to hold you back, maybe reconsider how much influence they should be having. Maybe understand that part of the healing process involves pain. And while this might be just a terrible pain and a high price to pay, is unhealth the solution? Is staying inside of a dynamic where how much love you get is going to be contingent on your unhealth? Is that the solution? I can't imagine that it is. But one of the caution to my friends who are on a healing journey and who maybe are experiencing pushback from loved ones, understand that hurt and grief are going to show up, but we have to be very careful that it doesn't manifest as anger so that we're not getting angry with other people for not understanding our journey, that we're not getting angry and resentful and antagonistic towards those who decide to stay in unhealth. We need to have the humility to say, I've started my journey because something prompted me towards that. I learned something new or I had a life-altering event or my, my goals have shifted or my values are different. Something happened in our story to propel us towards health. We shouldn't be resenting those who are not walking towards health yet. 
because we don't know the redemptive piece in their story. And perhaps our influence along our influence throughout time might help them in their own health journey. Um, but I would really caution us, yes, it will be painful. Yes, there can be a lot of hurt involved. Do not get consumed by the anger that comes with feeling misunderstood or that uh, comes with being pushed out of a group or pushed out of your family. Honor the pain for what it is. Don't let it take on a life of its own and, and morph into its own form of unhealth. So that's just kind of a side note. I, I do want to normalize the the discomfort of healing because I think it's important. When we start to walk towards health, there are going to be costs. And I'll go back to the top of the show. Some of the costs are in our lifestyle habits where living intentionally will exclude certain indulgences. And to live intentionally means we we make peace with that and that has to be okay. Walking towards health also might mean some relational shifts. And those can be particularly painful, but pain does not mean we're on the wrong track. And I want you to be kind of consciously thinking of, as, as you're going through seasons of tough that involve healing, I want you to be thinking of what the long-term payoff is, not what is the short-term inconvenience or, or nuisance or pain that I'm experiencing. Keep the long game in mind and understand that you walking towards wellness might actually influence those that you love most to also walk towards wellness eventually. And even if it doesn't, your journey is your journey, and, and walking towards health is one of the most loving things you can do for yourself and for your own family line and for those that you will directly influence. That's where we're going to leave it today. Thank you so much for spending time with me. If you do have a painful experience and you don't know you know, where to go with that, I, as always, would encourage you to walk with a clinician. We, we walk with many people through those types of stories. But also, you're welcome to reach out to me at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. You can also go to SoundCloud and uh, email me from there. You can check out the Facebook page, message me there. Whatever that looks like, understand that pain is part of the process. And while we might not want to experience it, it's going to give us such a renewed sense of purpose and understanding and hopefully humility to navigate life well. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I wish you guys a good week and we will connect again soon.